Hello and welcome to Unoriginals, a journey through the Disney Channel original movies. My name is David. And my name is Zach. And today we watched The Luck the of the luck Irish. of the Irish. Uh, just as a preface, because I don't want to get in trouble, my opinions are my own, and I do not speak for the brand or the company. Neither is David. I don't, but I will say that um, it's absurd that Disney has people say that. But it's just, I just don't want to get in trouble. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not blaming you at all. You know. Maybe, Anyways, I, maybe I do is. speak for the brand and the company. I mean, I don't. But, but what if, you if it makes you feel better, we can pretend that I do. Sure, why not? Yeah. Uh. Anyways, funny Irish basketball movie. Haha. <laughs> is it really a basketball movie? It barely is a basketball no, movie. No, it's not a basketball movie. Uh, that works. I, I really don't think it is. I don't think it fits the formula of sports movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. It really doesn't. It, it's more a monster one than it is. a Yeah, sport I, one. I'd agree. It's definitely more monster movie. It's more like it, it feels more like a Scooby Doo movie than it does. a sports <laughs> It really movie. does. It's closer to mom a has thing. a. It's closer to mom has a date with a vampire than it is to um, genius. But I'm not complaining about that. Or um, I'm trying to think of another one of the sports movies that we've seen. I guess motocrossed. the most recent one is motocrossed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which that's isn't a really a sports. Movie. Movie. Well, the freebie that's more an sports movies than Twelfth Night. Oh, right, naturally, which of course we all know. Yeah, naturally. Naturally. But I mean, it is still more of a sports movie than this one is, because that one's the main focus on it is still on motocross, whereas this main focus is leprechauns. It's leprechauns, yeah. If you're actually Irish, Mm -hmm. I do apologize, because there's a non-zero chance that Freeman or I accidentally slip into a like a bad Irish accent. Guaranteed, it will happen because of times. just that's what most of this movie is. Is mm-hmm. oh, we're just going to talk in a in an Irish accent now. And ev- after he starts turning into a leprechaun, spoilers. Sorry, after he starts turning into a leprechaun, <laughs> um, every time that he goes to talk to his dad, he calls him Da and says, "Oh, sorry, Da." Oh, like, oh, my apologies, to, oh. Da. That's me, Granda. That's me, Ma. Mm-hmm. Got to get some of those spuds, which is, a, I guess, an Irish Bag thing according sports. to this movie. This movie claims that the word uh, spuds mm-hmm. is an Irish thing, which I guess I suppose it might be, but what the frick? <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> I, I did. I caught myself. <laughs> I mean, okay. This movie is... And I was just checking our votes because I forgot to check our votes on our short synopsis, full synopsis. I don't think anyone voted. We have one vote. Oh, we do. Which we must. Yeah. Let this be a lesson to you about voting. Shorter synopsis one. Mm-hmm. Which I'm kind of okay with. Which I'm okay with. But let this be a lesson um, to you, all of you who didn't vote. That mm-hmm. if you prefer that longer synopsis, you didn't vote. You didn't vote. Which means so... that your vote doesn't count. Which means I can mm-hmm. only go off the information we have. Anyway, vote in every election, including midterms. It's important. Mm-hmm. Very, very important. Yeah. Don't just vote in the presidential election. Vote this year. Vote next year. Mm-hmm. Vote every mm-hmm. year. Vote. Vote for the leprechauns. Vote for the spuds. For the spuds. Uh, vote on a spud. <laughs> oh, don't do that. That's not valid. You're mailing spuds. Yeah. yeah if, if your state allows you to vote on a spud, then I suppose you can. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend it. Anyways, speaking of spuds... Mm-hmm. Um, there is Air Spud. a kid. Air His Spud. name is. That's this movie. That's very... Yeah. There's no kid rule named in the Kyle. Books Kyle plays basketball. Kyle's mom is a leprechaun. 
Um, lucky coin gets stolen, has to get lucky coin back. There's no rule in the books that says a potato can't play basketball. I mean, I don't think there is. There's no rule in the book that says a leprechaun can't play basketball. I don't think there is. Leprechauns are like a foot tall in this. Yeah. They're like actual fairies. As they're opposed they're to teeny like, tiny. They're they're like little fae creatures. As opposed to the movie Leprechaun, a wonderful children's movie starring Warwick mm-hmm. Davis uh, mm-hmm. of uh, Star Wars fame. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, he's like three feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. How tall is Warwick Davis? He's short. He's very short. I know, but like, what's what's his actual height? Like, he's I, I three just... something. I'm pretty sure he might be two something. Let's see here, three foot six. Yeah, it's something like um, he is the same or like he is like um, it's something like if you stack him and the gentleman who played R two D two on top of each other, they make one Peter Dinklage. That doesn't sound right. Peter Dinklage is apparently much taller than. Your Warwick Davises and Peter your, Dinklage is four foot four. He's four Warwick Davis is three foot six. Yeah, yeah, but I forget the name of the guy who plays R two D two. Well, unless he's like who's very, uh, he was ten, very short. ten inches, he he's was, under a foot. There was some crazy thing about if you stack two <laughs> two like two Warwick Davises, you make one like Chris Rock, maybe. I don't think Kenny it's Baker some... is ten inches tall. <laughs> you're right. No, you're right. He's three foot eight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it, it, oh, it was, it's, it's probably if you put both of them together, you get. Um, oh, why can I not remember his name? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Chewbacca. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember his name either. Oh, my God. I'm I'm the worst. Chewbacca. Peter Mayhew. Peter Mayhew. That's right. Yeah. Stack yep. a Warwick Davis and a Kenny Baker and you get a Peter Mayhew. <laughs> uh, a droid and a Ewok equals one Wookiee. Yeah, that's just basic math. It truly is. Galactic standard. Galactic you know? standard. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, how many Irish cheeseburgers movie? is that? They need to convert to American units. Oh, you're right. Of course. No, no, no. That's how many baseballs. The most American thing. You're right. According to this movie. According to this movie, which is not a baseball movie, it's a basketball movie, if anything. The most American thing is baseball. Well, so why it, were they playing just, baseball? It's not just that the most American thing is baseball. Mm-hmm. It's that instead of kings... We have baseball. We have baseball, yeah. Which doesn't seem right. Seeing as how... Um... Last I checked, we have a president. Yeah, which isn't a king. But um, I was going to say that, that baseball... Last I checked, at least. Baseball was invented in 1869, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's when the MLB was founded. That doesn't mean baseball was invented then. It's but just baseball it was, was invented either in 1839... Or 1845, mm-hmm. and um, that makes it older than the U.S. Revolution, which means you must have had something instead of kings prior to baseball. That doesn't make it older than the U.S. Revolution. Sorry, that makes it younger than that the That was US 1776. Revolution. Sorry, I got it backwards. I said, I said my words backwards. That makes the U.S. Revolution older than baseball. I've listened to Hamilton. I know that started in 1776. I know what year. I know what year the U.S. Revolution was in 1776, <laughs> which is not technically when we became free from England. No, that's just when we signed the Declaration. That's simply when the Declaration was signed. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and the war continued on past that point. Yeah. Um, and it also wasn't signed on the Fourth of July. No. Um, I'm proving my America knowledge here to prove that mm-hmm. I just said the words wrong. Mm-hmm. 
but anyway, my point is there must have been something intervening between the time when we stopped having a king and when we started having baseball. Leprechauns. Yeah. Obviously. You know, basketball isn't even American. Yeah, that makes sense. Basketball was invented in Canada. Or hmm. at least by a Canadian. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's not Canada's national sport, though. That's hockey. I thought that was lacrosse, actually. That might, it actually might be. I'm pretty sure it's lacrosse. If it's lacrosse, that's wild when it could be I'm hockey. pretty sure it is. If I'm remembering it right, I'm pretty sure it's actually You know lacrosse. who else is in this movie, Freeman? Who else is in this movie? The, well, best known for being in Psych. Yeah. For, of the detective whose name I can't remember. Lassie. Lassie. Lassiter, technically. Lassiter, yes. They call him Lassie. But that you and I know best as King Richard from Gallivant. Mm-hmm. Is an evil leprechaun in this film. Mm-hmm. Timothy Omenson. Um, also, by the way, if any of you listening to this have not watched Gallivant, uh, pause this right now. Mm-hmm. Go, watch, go watch all of Gallivant and then come back. He also, um, um, fun fact, Freeman, mm-hmm. plays Cain of Cain and Abel in Supernatural. Mm-hmm. He's in like two episodes. Yeah. And he looks exactly like King Richard. So watching that and Gallivant back to back was uh that sounds was like a wild. very fun time it, yeah he's sounds interesting. entirely different in each show so uh, i mean he looks the exact same that he did in psych in this yes. because that was pretty close to the same like, time close it was like four or five years afterwards but still well it's been you know over 20 years or around 20 years since this movie came out mm-hmm. so how he looks now right he's 20 years older mm-hmm. so it makes sense Aged spectacularly, though, I oh, will say. He he looks better now than he does in this film. Yeah. Like, this man, mm, he is like a fine wine. Mm-hmm. He is, he's aged very, very well. He's got big Robbie Rodden face. In, when, in but then youth. with the long hair, he doesn't, you know? Well, it's the beard. It is the beard. The beard helps it, a lot, yeah. yeah. The beard covers um his chin, mm-hmm. which, I, I mean, you're like, duh, that's what beards do. But the mm-hmm. point is that his chin is very pronounced. As is his nose. And when you yeah. have both, you have very Robbie Rotten energy. Yes. Yeah. And and generally, I think that he has... Um, his face is kind of... The, like, the shape of it has kind of changed with age to some degree. Mm-hmm. I believe he's also been ill. Which is part of it. Hmm. Um, but the point is that... And I hope he's... I, I believe that to be true. I remember reading that. And maybe I'm wrong. And I, but, right. I, but regardless, I hope he's well. Like, yeah, he looks good now. He looks less good in this. And he looks even worse when they do, like, special effects to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, because uh, they make a bet to get the lucky coin back. Yep. And uh, when he loses, he gets shrunk down into a leprechaun in, like, mm-hmm. five seconds. And it looks real bad. It was not good. Ooh, it was very bad. Like, they, they started off with his head. No, no, no. They started off with his, with his arms, with one of his hands. And, like, so he had one big hand, one small hand, then the other yes. hand, and then his head. But they didn't yep. shrink down his body until after nope. those were done. Nope. So it was real cursed. It did not look right. Yep. Uh, also, his his basketball uniform didn't shrink down with him. Um, so there's yeah. just, like, a pile of clothes sitting there, Wicked mm-hmm. Witch of the East style. Mm-hmm. And then he pops out in his little leprechaun outfit. It's true. It was weird. It was a choice. But yeah, eh, it's fine, you know. So Freeman, yes. What do you believe 
is the moral of this story that they were aiming for. Uh, the true luck of the Irish is the luck we found along the way. Okay. Do you think that's the only moral they were aiming for in this? No, I think they're okay. also looking for, um, while luck is something that you may feel that you have that's on your side or anything like that, luck isn't the only thing that's going to get things done. Uh, hard work and like actually mm-hmm. trying to do things is mm-hmm. what actually gets you results instead. I think, I think there's a third one that they're angling for. Mm-hmm. Do you think I? Do you think you know what I'm talking about? Uh, there's no. another thing that is family that has nothing to do with luck. No, oh, they didn't it go is, with the Olive So Garden there's movie? a big undercurrent, and it's important like the first 15 minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. and then stops being important until the very end of the movie, mm-hmm. which is heritage. Mm-hmm. And I think the point that they're trying to make is it doesn't matter where you come from, right? Uh, which bear with me, I I I. I feel similarly to probably anyone listening to this on that. It doesn't matter where you come from. All that matters is like what you do now that you're here. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the wrong message. Well, to be fair, they did handle that message just as well as the star Wars sequel trilogy, uh, which is to say that they did not handle abysmally. It uh, uh, <laughs> well, but, you know, this technically speaking, this this film did wrap it up better. That's true. Because uh, they do wrap it up. And no one at any point during this film yells at someone that they don't matter and they're nothing. That's true. That and is it very, very to feel true. sympathetically towards that character. Uh-huh. And yeah. then immediately right. backtrack on that in the next, yeah. in the next yeah, like, film. Of course. Because there's only Naturally. one book of the Irish film, so we got that going for us. That That's already a positive in comparison. I think to you mean, unfortunately, there's only one luck of the Irish film. Eh, we'll get to ratings at the end, but... <laughs> <laughs> but... Oh, God, you turned into a monkey for a second there. Like a, oh, I did? Like a full oh, that's chimp. Fun. Yeah, on my end, it sounded like your laughing there sounded like you were a chimpanzee. I don't know. No, that's uh, great. That hit me weird. I'm sure fun. it'll find, sound fine on your end on the edit. Uh, probably. But it, yeah, it's... um, It's a weird point to make in this film that's all about, like, where you came from. Mm-hmm. And also, I would argue that it does matter to some degree where you came from. To like a slight degree. I mean, it, to different people, it matters more. Right. If you are, and, and they make the point that the Irish in early America were treated abysmally. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, they were treated um, not as bad as like other racial groups, right? Right. People that we would now say are African-American. But, you know, back when the Irish were being treated abysmally, they might have been or they might have just been African. Mm-hmm. Um, because during that period of time, the Irish were seen as a different race than, you know, your English man, right? Right. Or Scandinavians or what have you. Right. And that sounds weird talking about now because that has the narrative on that has totally flipped. People are in now in the modern day are proud to be Irish. Mm-hmm. Very loud about being Irish. And it's like people in Ireland aren't really about it because they're like, are you Irish or Irish or are you like American Irish? Which is you. Right. Well, you're like a little bit Irish and you drink on St. Patrick's Day and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Also, because it's worth pointing out that Irish descent is one of those big white supremacist things. Yeah. 
So this movie, especially in, and it was a thing when this movie came out, but especially now in the future year of 2021, it feels really weird to be talking about how we had it tough back in the old country in Ireland and things Mm -hmm. were bad when we came here. But then like at the same time to have the grandfather being like, I can't forgive me daughter for marrying a human. Right. How dare she marry someone who's not like us? And then he instantly forgives her. Yeah, he does instantly forgive her. Um, which I guess is to his credit, but... Yeah, it's just weird. But it it sets off alarm bells now. Mm-hmm. That it might not have set off when uh, this film came out. Right. And just to be clear, the Irish didn't suffer as badly as other groups. They, it wasn't great. I'm not minimizing anyone. I'm not minimizing the suffering that the Irish during that period went through. Or anyone mm-hmm. else went through. It's just worth pointing out. It's interesting historically. Right. Hey, Freeman. Mm-hmm. What is the name of our main character? Kyle. Kyle. That's right. Yes. Now, I Kyle... want you to name for me the two friends' names. Or the, the we'll, we'll say his one friend and the girl that tags along because the story needs a romantic interest question mark. Right. Um, the, the girl is Bonnie. Bonnie, yes. Um, and I think, I think the friend is Russell. Might be Russell. I think it's Russell. I, I'm impressed that you knew because I didn't. I knew Bonnie because I think her name is a bad joke. Yeah, because her last name is Lopez. Yes, her last name is Lopez. Which we only remember because we heard that at the we heard that like moments before starting this because mm-hmm. we watched the end of the movie and then immediately watched it and they don't even reveal that until the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Also, it is it is yeah. Russell. It is I Russell? just looked it up. That's nice. Yes. I think her name is a bad joke, though, which is why it stuck with me. Uh-huh. Because what is Bonnie in a, um Irish sense? So it's if you're girl. saying Bonnie Lass. Right? No, yeah. it's not. It's not girl. It's beautiful, I believe. Ah. Um. Because your boy does really quite like Irish music. Mm-hmm. Uh, the non-fascist kind. You know, it's weird that you have to specify. It is weird that I have to specify that, but... Glad uh, you do. You do. Yeah, you do, though. You know, you all often hear, like, oh, traditional Irish folk music will refer to a woman as, like, a bonnie lass or bonnie woman. Mm -hmm. Attractive is the implication, I believe. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a joke. So I I, I caught that and was like, is that just a bad joke, or did you just name her Bonnie? Because out of the million, like, uncountable... Mm-hmm. names that a human could have you pick the one that's kind of like an irish word right i i don't buy it i don't know i feel like it's just a coincidence i don't think it's supposed to be anything too like too deep like that but if it mm. is it's not like uh like and a no, meaningful it's not like thing you know no 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 i'm just saying i wonder if they were doing that and if they're doing it i don't appreciate it so good news uh, in case you liked the way that this film was like directed, mm-hmm. um, the director, his name is Paul Hohen, uh, he has also directed a whole lot more Disney Channel original movies. Okay, which ones? Uh, including, but not limited to, uh, The Cheetah Girls, One World, Camp Rock 2, The uh-huh. Final Jam, uh-huh. Zombies, and Zombies 2. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a couple episodes of Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. Mm-hmm. Uh... Jump in, uh, True Confessions, Eddie's yeah. Million Dollar Cookoff. Yep. Yeah, he's done a lot for Disney. 
I have some interesting trivia. Anyway, Freeman, um, we didn't just take a short break. No, definitely not. Uh, Which because is this is one continuous conversation. Yeah, uh, anyways, trivia, as you were saying. Yeah, yeah. there's some great trivia in this, Freeman. Mm-hmm. Nine, nine items of trivia, all of which are equally good. Nine whole items that are all equally good. Yep. The first one, Freeman, mm-hmm. about 15 minutes into the movie, mm-hmm. one of the graphic designers who worked on this movie gave himself secret credit <gasps> by adding his name to the yearbook. What a tricky guy. Actor Henry Gibson famously played a leprechaun on an episode of Bewitched 30 years prior. Huh. Mm-hmm. That I'm actually is that kind was... of interesting. That's, that's that the grandfather. Grandfather, yep. Yeah. Um, the f- scene where it shows the carnival in The Luck of the Irish was filmed at Lagoon Theme Park in Farmington, Utah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Marita or Marita. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garotti, I think. Garrity. Mm-hmm. Probably Garrity. And Timmy Amundsen both guest starred on Seinfeld. Sure. This film is a favorite of the children of director Zack Snyder. Why not? Um... Ryan Merriman, which is Kyle, mm-hmm. star was also the star in Smart House. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that. And then on its premiere, this was the highest rated Disney Channel original movie ever. Hmm. Followed by it airs on Disney Channel every St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. That I did know. Yeah. And now do you want the really good one? This one's listed as a spoiler. Oh, of course I want that one. Kyle has Celine Dion's Let's Talk About Love CD on his bedside table when he turns his alarm clock off on the morning of his unluckiest day. Man, you know, that totally ruins the entire movie. I'm glad I didn't learn that before I watched because clearly that Celine Dion CD is so important to the story. (laughs) I don't know why that's trivia. It's like, okay. I guess because of like the unlucky day. I don't know. Is that even part? Of- I don't know that Celine Dion album. I don't either. Mm-hmm. Well, that There's was some fun some good- trivia. Okay, you have some? Uh, No, but I can talk about some goofs. Okay. And by the way, the reason we're going over goofs and trivia on this one is because <laughs> there is no what else did they do. Because they didn't the really do anything is, fun. Other than Tim- Timothy Omidson, the answer is nothing. I mean, um... Uh, why well, yeah, I don't remember his name here. Uh, Henry mm-hmm. Gibson did do a lot of good stuff because he's a very old yeah. actor. Um, mm-hmm. he was in uh, a couple episodes of Star the Trek. Uh, <laughs> which one? I think it was Deep Space Nine. I want to say. I think. I don't. I you know, um, if I were one of those good Star Trek fans, I would say name the episode and then I would tell you. But well, uh, I'm, I'm not I'm just so looking around it where it was because i'm trying to find it uh he was in the original smurfs he did a couple of episodes there what's um, his name henry gibson um he is also in the blues brothers uh as the main nazi because of course <laughs> um but yeah he's he's an older actor so he did stuff but there's not a lot for everyone else so i didn't really plan on what else did they do his first credit is in 1963 yeah the nutty professor in the yeah the original one mm-hmm. so yeah he's done a lot i'm pretty sure i read that it was deep space nine it was deep space nine yeah yeah he also had a leading role in the in a 
season five episode of Stargate SG One. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so goofs, some fun goofs. Uh, in the game before the championship, you can see number four for the opposing team wearing a white mm-hmm. undershirt underneath his jersey. But Ooh. a few seconds later, a different actor is now playing number four with no white undershirt. That's unacceptable. I know. Crazy. Can't have that. Can't uh, have during that. the last quarter of the championship baseball game, the camera shows the scoreboard ticking down to 50 seconds. When the camera pans back later, the scoreboard shows 30 seconds and counting. However, a few seconds later, when the camera pans back again, the timer has jumped back up to 50 seconds. Later on, the scoreboard shows 23. About 10 seconds later, it shows the scoreboard again at 30 seconds. This movie really is just nothing, huh? Yeah, I never trust any sort of timers in movies ever, though. Like, I'm I'm the person who will sit there and I will count it up in my head. That's not what I meant, but, uh... Oh, uh, yeah, also this movie just doesn't have a lot to it. <laughs> this this um, movie is just not Freeman! Mm-hmm. Freeman! Mm-hmm. In the animated Charlotte's Web, he voices Wilbur. Who? Henry Gibson. Really? Yes. Huh. Why would they why would they have that not listed in like the top blurb at the very beginning, but they have him as the lead Nazi for the Blues Brothers there? Well, that, mean, those are his best small. known roles, apparently. I would have put him as Wilbur first, because that's kind of a big one. Yeah. Huh. It's a weird he choice. was he was an intelligence officer with the Air Force in France in 57 to 60. Dang, this guy's cool. I know that unfortunately he did pass away in 2009. Yeah, in, in 9, apparently a yeah, a um a week before his 74th birthday. Yeah, unfortunately. Which is tragic. He's the best part of this movie. Yeah, he's super cool. He's really funny. Um mm-hmm. and he's he's a really good actor. I'm probably yeah. Gonna... This movie yeah. That that's the problem, right? We say that this answer or not this answer, this this movie, mm-hmm. it's nothing. It really is not a lot. This movie is nothing. There's nothing in this movie. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter. Nothing in it matters. You're not wrong. But yeah. But the follow up to this is that the adults are good as actors. They do a good job acting. And that's not even to say the kids do a bad job. I mean, they're, no. they're child actors. They're not the best always because, of course, not. No. But um, they're fine. Like, they're good. Uh, the the main kid, Kyle, he's good at, at being an actor. Um, yeah. And he's in uh, Smart House as well as he's also in An Endless Ring of Light, which we'll watch later eventually. Yeah, it's it's um. there's just not a lot to this. I don't know. No, there's just really not because everything is just like passable. Yeah. The story much. is nothing. It it much like your mom's got a date with a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, a movie like that. Where it's a monster movie, first and foremost, although in this case the monster is a leprechaun. Or, you know, the mummy one, um Unwrapped. Mm-hmm. Um It kinda just Oh, there's some leprechauns here and they do leprechaun things. Yeah, pretty much. Right, it's just you know you go from Leprechaun A, Leprechaun B, Leprechaun C. Yeah, pretty much. And that's all you. And of course, you have all like the traditional Leprechaun lore of you know pot of gold Mm -hmm. at the end of the rainbow. You can catch them if you grab them by their beard and they can't get out. Mm 
Yeah. Some of them like to have deals. They're very yep. greedy. They like gold. Yep. They wear green. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. everything. Yep, they're very Irish. Very Irish. They have yeah, orange it, hair, it, pointy ears. They're small. I can keep yeah. going. I'm not going to. You could keep going, but don't. <laughs> <laughs> and it's you, you're kind of left going, what's the point of this film? Right. And the point is, like those other two films that I said, and a lot of these Disney Channel films, they sat in a boardroom with a bunch of writers, and the person at the head of the table went, All right, everyone. We need a new Disney Channel original movie There's that we haven't done it yet. We need one word. Everyone say one word. On and three, the best one will and be we'll made pick into one. a movie. Yes. And everyone said a whole bunch of words, and they picked Leprechaun. Well, someone said Leprechaun, and someone said basketball, and they were like, we got it. We could do two. We got it. We have, Leprechaun we basketball. Of those movies yet. It's yeah. funny because leprechauns are short and wouldn't short. normally play basketball. Haha. Well, they don't even, they barely do anything. No, they play basketball for the first, like, five minutes of the movie, and then at the very end, and that's it. Yeah. And the leprechauns aren't even small. No. They just, like, are normal. That's another thing that doesn't make sense, actually. They say that specifically, it is the luck of the Mm O'Reilly's. Of Clan O'Reilly, specifically. The luck of Clan O'Reilly that lets them pass as human. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, that other leprechaun just looks like a human. Yeah. Timothy Obenson, he just looks like yeah. a normal human all the time. He looks like I mean, he looks but like Timothy Obenson, which the, isn't a normal human. I think the, the point there, though, is that he's a different type of leprechaun. He's like an evil trickstery leprechaun instead of a regular one. But I don't see why that would change that rule necessarily. But maybe he still has the luck of his clan, you know? Yeah. I guess, but it's implied that he doesn't have a clan. Is it? Really? Yeah, I think he says something like they don't have clans or something. Like, they're they're just like, they're rogues and tricksters out for themselves. Maybe. I don't know. And regardless, here's another thing that bothers me. Mm -hmm. Why does the grandfather own a potato chip company? Uh, Because he invented potato chips, obviously. No, I know that. But you know my question is deeper than that. <laughs> you know that my um, question is from a, a script writing perspective. Yeah. Uh, so so the, the whole thing about like Irish people, right, is potato famine. So it's funny yeah. that the Irish guy sells potatoes. Buy him a bag of that's spuds. It. I, that's all I got. Um, also, Buy did, these we, boys did we a mention um, that this movie came out during the Eisner era, which explains the river dancing? <laughs> do you want to explain that, or do you want to just let that? I, I kind of just want to let that simmer. I think we shouldn't explain it at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, this came out, yes, during Michael Eisner's era of mm-hmm. owning, uh, being the head of Disney. Which, of course, means that there needs to be... Which, which explains, yeah, the, yeah, there's river dancing in this film, uh-huh. yes, yeah. of course. Naturally. And if you don't understand, I'm sorry. I'm not going to explain it because he doesn't want to. No, I don't think we should. I don't think we need to. If you know, you know. Look up light magic. No, no, no. Don't even do that. Just, just, yeah, you know, this movie came out when Eisner was CEO, so there's river dancing. Sure, it, it, sure. Perfectly rational. Yeah. It's a normal thing, normal conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Right, gotcha. Yeah. That's, that's killing me. Oh, no, wait. Hang on. I found the better one. All right. I found the picture I'm going to post this episode with. Don't worry. Okay. That's good. I'm Uh glad to hear that. Yeah. That's because that's what I'm doing at this point. Yeah. 
I I mean, I could follow up with like more questions about this movie, you know? Right. But I feel like they're all just going to come to the same oh. conclusion. They're all they all come to the same conclusion. Why was the script made because they couldn't think of anything else and someone said the word leprechaun so they made a script on that. Yeah. That's it. None of the acting's particularly bad, so there's no question there. It's just like they picked decent actors for this one and no others for some reason. Right. Follow that up with the question of why leprechauns and the answer is there isn't an answer. Mm-hmm. The answer and is anything, why did they pick anything else to make a movie? Yeah. And and then you know, you can follow up with like why did this certain thing happen in the movie? But the answer is leprechaun magic. Yeah. And they that's literally what they say. No, yeah, you're right. That is exactly what they say. They they legitimately say that. They lampshade it by saying, like, it's a leprechaun thing. Or, like, it's leprechaun magic. Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's just leprechaun stuff. Yeah. And I have to wonder if that's because the, um, like, the general lore, right, mm-hmm. of leprechauns is, like like, more shallow. Than the vampire or a mummy. Right. Not because it's actually more shallow. But just because there's not right. as much there. Well, that would mean that it was shallow. Oh. But because the general person isn't as familiar. Right. With leprechaun, like lore. Because a leprechaun is a, is a fae. Right. Right. It's one of, it's, it's. Not an individual creature so much, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's part of the, you know, the, the fairy folk. Right. I know that. Which means that, like, in theory, you know, when his necklace gets replaced with an iron one, it should burn him. Mm-hmm. Because the fairy were um, weakened by or injured by, you know, metal. Right. You know what? I do have a question that I that isn't answered by the movie. Do we do we know why his dad changed his name? I don't think they explained it. I think they just kind of like <laughs> maybe to make it seem more normal that the mom was like hiding stuff or something or mm-hmm. like to try and change connection from. Well, I still don't. I don't even know because none of none of it makes sense because I was well, going to say to try and hide connection from the grandfather, but that would have nothing to do with him. Yeah. Well, because they would have to be hiding from him. Right. Which they say they are. Yeah, there's no reason but, like, for him they didn't to even really, his name. But he, he didn't even know the father. Right. He just knew that he wasn't a leprechaun. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the follow-up question to that is, and, and I'd like to point out that everyone in this film takes their being leprechauns in stride. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't even question it. No, they're just like, oh, okay. I mean, like, it takes a second, but, but they're not like... Yeah. Oh whoa! This is crazy. Leprechauns are real. Are unicorns real? Like you know, they just kind of oh I yeah, you ask. know, leprechauns. Okay. Anyways, as we were as yeah. we were playing basketball, I would ask about a whole like, I would ask about like a whole monster manual worth of monsters mm-hmm. immediately upon learning that it, like, that a monster was real, like kelpies and like other Irish mm-hmm. and Celtic mm-hmm. creatures. Like, are those yeah, real I too? Concerned about? Should I be concerned about red caps? Yeah, because <laughs> I wasn't before, but I am now. Uh-huh. When and we brought this up during our watch, Freeman. Mm-hmm. That they know both both the dad and the mom know that they are that that the mom is a leprechaun, right? And their son is half leprechaun, and that's why the um, necklace is important, right? But when he's asking about his heritage, why don't they just say that they're Irish? 
Or that your mom, your mom's Irish. Because then, why don't they the, just say then that? Then he would think that they're leprechauns, obviously. <laughs> Clearly, well, because they're the reason. I guess is because they imply that like Irish people are still treated as second class citizens in the United States in like two thousand one, right? Is like basically they're re- oh we didn't want you we didn't want you to know that you were Irish. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, you, you'll start seeing the world differently if you think you're if you know you're Irish, right? And right. if other people know that you're Irish, they're gonna start treating you different. And you know, to their credit, the first thing Bonnie says to him after it's learned that he's Irish is like, "You should be careful." I hear that Irish people have hot tempers. Right, which is like, oh, okay. Which, which I guess what? is credit to, to, to them not telling him that he's Irish at all. But like in the real world, that's just nonsense. No, it makes no sense, none whatsoever. Yeah, in the real in the real world, the response to someone saying that to you is, yeah, up yours. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not normally violent, but you're making me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, this whole story is circumvented if they just tell them that they're Irish. Yeah, pretty much. And and then, or, or like, explain that they're Irish and that the yeah. gold coin is a family heirloom, don't lose it. And you don't even have to explain that well, you're a leprechaun. Is the other implication that um, having the coin makes you less Irish? Because as soon as he loses it, his mom just becomes more and more Irish. That is true. Which... Is a troubling thought. So is the family heirloom... Yeah, is the family heirloom to make them less Irish? But but he still has it when he meets his grandfather for the first time, who's very Irish and loves shoes. Which is not leprechauns. Right. By the way, that that's elves. Um, Not leprechauns, but all right. He specifically says that he makes them as well, too. Yeah. Well, and when they open the trunk of his car... There's like six billion pairs of shoes. shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the grandfather's car is green, because of course... Um, of course it is. I don't even know. Yeah, you're right. That's that's elves. I was thinking about that too, and I was wondering yeah. if you picked up on that as well. I picked up on it immediately and just decided not to question it. Yeah, because it wasn't worth my energy. But now that we're talking about it, it's worth questioning. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I guess it is to make them less Irish. Yeah. So okay. So this is there. This is definitely a Halloween Town situation, right? Because yeah. we have we have the when they go back in or not necessarily back in time, but like more into like a pocket dimension to play so, the old Irish sports and games and everything. Well, right? they have magic. Mm-hmm. And that that's just a part of the magic. Right. Right. Because if he could just do that whenever he wanted to, why would he not just do that all the time? Right. Villain? Right. But he does. Um, well, it seems like his magic is based on having a wager sometimes, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I think that's what exactly what it is. OK. I think that ma- him making a wager, him agreeing to a wager. That's um, what does causes it. magic to occur. Yes, yeah. Because, you know, as soon as he like challenges him to sports, then he's willy nilly magic everywhere. Transported to like what's supposed to be Ireland, I guess. Right. So it's magic transport based upon. You know what they need at the time right. for the wager, right? So you know, I could in theory wager him that you know, oh well, I could beat you in a pie eating contest on the moon, and boom, pie eating contest boom, we're on, on the moon. moon, and there's a pie eating contest on the moon now. Exactly, right? That's that's more what it feels like than um, like legitimate magic, right? Though they do have some 
actual magic, like the gold coin spinning tornado that grips the grandfather and pulls him through. Right. I mean, whether that's like actual magic or just like a like a trick of some kind, I don't know. It has to be magic because the grandfather is actually transported. Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But he also does seem to have something to do with the rainbow as well, leading to his gold. So maybe that's just mm-hmm. a leprechaun thing. Well, because, yeah, maybe leprechauns are just able to detect that. Right. But there's also, they also have some, must have some sort of, like, cloaking magic of some sort. Right, because they can disguise their shape, but they can also have it at will. Because, um, yeah, J- uh, Timothy Omenson's character at the end of the, the finale basketball game became mm-hmm. a leprechaun like almost like by choice essentially you know he didn't shrink down but his visual appearance of his his face yeah, with the which beard must be because he like saying but that was before he been, lost yeah. the bet but it must have been because he was becoming unhinged because he was losing he was getting closer to losing so his power was waning i guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i guess yeah the other the other possibility i mean but they must have some sort of cloaking because no one questioned the fact that I it was think... a team of adults playing basketball against children. So there must be magic there. There has to be right. magic there. I think it does have to be some type of right. Halloween Town situation, though. I think they are monsters of some kind. Right. So I think they're either monsters or witches of some kind, or potentially both. I don't know what you said. I'll hear it in post, right. I guess. Um, basically, um, I, I was talking about how this has to be some sort of Halloween Town situation, because they're either monsters yes. or witches or both. Well, um, it, it must be like a it must be like a mermaid situation. Yeah, like thirteenth year. Yeah, thirteenth year, or um, they're just—I mean—they're—they're they're clearly just able to blend into human society. Mm-hmm. And their Halloween town, I guess, is Ireland. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking because I I think that it wasn't just they went to Ireland when they did the games because yeah. it seemed like it was like also through time as well. Because they were wearing very traditional Irish garb, they had like very traditional things. I mean, things. it could have been a. I mean, it could have just been like a Ireland-like pocket dimension, right? That's kind of what I'm gameplay. thinking. Yeah. I and I guess that I mean, so I presumably this does exist in the same world as Halloween Town. It's just that I you think know, so. They never left. You know the the actual plane, right? Because leprechauns don't look like monsters usually, right? But I think like Unless, leprechaun. Yeah. Ireland, like where they can exist, does exist in the same plane as Halloween yeah. Town. Yeah, I, I think that's valid. I think it must, right? I think so. All monster movies exist in the same world as Halloween Town. There's just reasons that those certain monsters aren't there, right? Freeman, let me ask you a mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Out of ten magical luck coins, mm-hmm. what would you rate this movie? I mean, like we've said, this movie is a whole lot of nothing. Um, mm-hmm. it's advertised as a basketball movie, but there's basketball only in the very beginning and very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more a Scooby Doo film than it is, it, it is basketball. It's advertised so heavily as a basketball film. It is that, like the the title card for it, not the title card, but like the the card for it on Disney Plus is him in a basketball jersey holding basketball, mm-hmm. and so is the poster and everything. Yeah, so. Normally, I think this movie would get a 2 out of 10 for me, but because it has Holy Timothy Oberson and he's fantastic, this gets a 3. You think it's that bad? Well, it's nothing. There's Nothing n- is like a 5. No, because we've had films that are better than that. 
your I, I think you might be delusional. Alley Cat Strike is also nothing, but it's still more entertaining than this because yeah, that's at what? least actually a bowling movie. I forgot about Alley Cat Strike. That is advertised I, I as a bowling movie and is actually a bowling movie. This is uh, advertised as a basketball this, movie and it's a leprechaun movie and I feel lied this to. This movie is to me way better than your smart houses. That's and true. Your geniuses, which are fours and fives. Really? Yeah, check our rating. Genius is three and a half for me, which is oh, 3.75 in total, and Smart House mm-hmm. is five. Smart House is five. This is better than the Smart House. I don't think so. This I, is, okay, this you know, I'll, I'll change my rating. I will say that this is on par with Smart House, and I will give it a five. Okay. I was going to say, because like three, you're getting down dangerously into, uh, into Brink territory. That's true. Yeah, I'll say it's on it, par with Smart House. You're right. Yeah, this movie's better than Genius. Just because, like, it's more fun to watch than Genius. True. This is where you would normally say, this movie was really fun to watch and make fun of. Which is true. Which is true. And then I would say, no, I thought this sucked. (laughs) But in reality, I actually enjoyed sitting and making fun of this one. If only for all the Irish and um, leprechaun jokes that we Mm -hmm. made. Of... uh, I forget what happened where you just go, they're always trying to steal me Lucky Charms. <laughs> because they called the coin a Lucky Charm. Yeah, yeah. They, they <laughs> legitimately get, his Lucky Charms legitimately get stolen. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's funny to say stuff like that with this film. And it's just funny to make other jokes with this film as well. Uh, this film's just a good time to watch. I think this film's a six. Six? And, wow. Yeah, I think it's a six because I, you know, I'm with you. That I think it's a bog standard, you know, like middle of the row, extremely average movie. Uh huh. But and here's the important thing: the acting's really good. Yeah, it's not bad compared to a lot of movies that we've watched. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, the acting here is so much better than a lot of the movies that we watch here. Mm-hmm. That I want to credit that. So I'm giving it a six. That is a very, very fair rating because you're right. The acting in this one is significantly better. There's not a single actor in this movie that I would say is not actually trying. Whereas with most of the other movies that we've watched, one, if not most of the cast, just do not care. Yeah. And Freeman, Mm -hmm. I want to share with you something uh, that is becoming a little bit of a... uh, tradition here mm-hmm. starting with motocrossed which is a connection to this to another film or property that uh-huh. is technically true but makes no sense oh no with motocrossed it was 12th night naturally with luck of the irish it specifically says on the imdb page that a reference that is made here is young frankenstein um Hmm. Would you like me to explain? Yeah, please do, because I got nothing on that one. Bonnie says things could be worse, and then it begins raining. Which is a thing that only happens in Young Frankenstein isn't a normal comedy bit. It just happens in Young Frankenstein. I I can guarantee that I have seen that happen in more things, but sure. Yeah. You know, why not? Yeah. You know, one also, might say this, this is movie... also based on Star Trek because he says he's turning into a Vulcan when his ears get pointy. 
That is listed as a reference, but it doesn't say that it is a... Because that is a reference to Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Someone saying things could be worse and then it getting worse is not a reference to Young Frankenstein. No. And I will tell you, Freeman, this was referenced in one of my favorite shows. Uh-huh. Jeopardy. Really? Yeah. There was a clue in a category called Heinrich Ibsen or Henry Gibson, which references Luck of the Irish. Interesting. Which is actually interesting. That is kind of cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that leaves Luck of the Irish with an overall rating of five and a half lucky gold coins out of ten. I think that's fair. I think that's fair, too. That puts it on par with Xenon the Zequel, uh, and that puts it above um, Alley Cat Strike, and it's... it's, That seems about right. It's nice when a movie doesn't leave me raving mad when we get to the end. Yeah, it it is a it's a little bit of a nice feeling, but also at the same time, I feel like we don't we have significantly less to talk about, which is a bit of a bummer. <laughs> it's it's worse content, yeah, certainly. But uh, it's nice. Not everything has to be a sequel. It is a nice change of pace sometimes. That is true. It is. It is. Well, and I had a we had a lot to talk about in um, motocross about feminism mm-hmm. and how that movie does a bad job. Uh, and actually, it's Twelfth Night. Um. And actually, it's Twelfth Night. That's true. Well, this is actually because... Young Frankenstein. No, oh, of course, yeah. Which, which, as we all know, is actually just Frankenstein. So, actually, it's pronounced Frankenstein. Oh, of course. Did you know it's actually the Doctor and not the monster? Crazy. I know. <laughs> My favorite cereal actually is a, is actually Frankenberry's monster. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we're done here. Um... Take take us out. Take me out. <laughs> I say it. I say it always. Take us out I'll of the episode or with Take a gun. Me out. Yes. Okay. Well, if you liked what you listened to, please feel free to give us a rating on wherever you are currently streaming this episode. We love to hear any feedback from you. Anything you put in there, we will read it, and we love to see when you guys leave any sort of feedback. It means a lot to us that you guys are liking what's happening. And if you have anything you want mm-hmm. us to improve on, it definitely helps us know. Um, if you want to get in contact with us any other ways, you can email us at unoriginals98 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at unoriginalscast. Um, I'm pretty active on that Twitter. That I'd say that's probably the best way to get in contact with us. Uh, the Absolutely. Gmail I don't check nearly as often, but I do still check it. Um, thank you to Twin Musicom for the use of the cinematic sting for the opening of our episode. And I think that just about does it. I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you guys next time for Hounded. Oh, no. Uh, I'm sure that one's going to be just great. It can't be a bad movie at all. It's not like all the movies with dogs so far have been terrible. Oh, wait. Oh, oh one of them. <laughs> next time I'm getting put in the doghouse. <laughs> all right. We will see you guys then. Bye. Bye.